Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture, presented by Cape and Cowell Comics. I am Henry Liu, and today I am joined by the man known as Rainier. Rainier, how goes? Hey, what's up, Henry? So today is Wednesday, August 22nd, and this weekend we, uh, we got something big coming up. We got a panel for this very podcast, the Comic Sauce Podcast. We're going to be at the Toy Expo Comic Con in Santa Clara, California. Uh, come on down. Come check us out. should be fun. So uh, we don't want to spend too much time talking about this. Next week we'll plan on, you know, recapping. Uh, but this is kind of a momentous occasion because this is the first time either of us have been on a con panel, right? It is for me. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on, on this uh, this big occasion? I'm really excited. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we attend these things all the time. It's going to be different seeing on the being on the other side of the of the table. Exactly. My thoughts exactly. Like being on the other side of the table. What's that going to be like? Just experiencing that is kind of cool, you know. Just to we have just that. have to make sure that they like beef up security so we don't have people rushing the stage for oh, autographs well, there, and yeah, selfies. That, <laughs> that goes without saying. I mean, come on, you know, we, we you know, safety first. And we're right? kind of a big deal, <laughs> exactly. You know, we don't want fans falling over themselves, getting hurt. You know, let's be safe out there. Let's just. Yeah. <laughs> have you con- have you attended this convention before? I have not, and I believe it is the. F- First of its kind. Oh, inaugural, huh? Yeah, or, or at least the first Bay Area uh, appearance of it. They may have appeared elsewhere. I don't know a whole lot about it, actually. Yeah, I've I actually never heard of it before. Me yeah, neither. Yeah, yeah I, I came across it in a bit of research, and I noticed they were taking panel submissions. I submitted and and uh, got the uh, approval to, to do our thing. So... Nice. Should be fun. So yeah, yeah this Saturday, uh, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., we kick off the con in the uh, the convention theater, the main convention theater uh, at the Toy Expo Comic Con. Come check us out. Is it, a con- is it a convention location like like Moscone? Is it like that? Uh, haven't been there, but my understanding is that it's. Uh, a venue that is meant for conventions okay. you know it's the santa clara convention center yeah. all right yeah so i don't think it's going to be as big as say a moscone or a san jose convention center but uh, or should like be. a middle school gymnasium or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're going to be in some dude's garage <laughs> and it'll be super sad no should be uh should be good it, yeah. it is a, an official convention center let's you know leave it at that <laughs> all right so today I wanted to focus on something I've been meaning to get to, and for a number of reasons we haven't gotten to it, but it's the James Gunn controversy. This has made a lot of news, and it's kind of old news now, but I think it's a good time to talk about it because the dust has settled a bit, and um, I think a lot of people, including the two of us, have had some time to think about it, to gather our thoughts a bit, and uh, talk through it a bit. So first, uh, a bit of a bit of background. What happened? By the um, way, I don't think the dust has settled, but I think <laughs> everyone has spoken their side. But I think fans are still really up in arms. Yeah, that's on a both good sides. point. That's a good point because 
this is major news. Like in, in our realm, our, our our little geek culture world, it it, it rocked the foundations of of, of uh, you know our our uh, consciousness and just and like, announced you know, at Comic Con no less, right? What about that timing? Huh? The timing was crazy, and um, yeah, a lot of people have been chiming in. Um, a lot of people have thoughts. And yeah, you're right. The, the dust hasn't settled and probably won't settle for a long time. I mean, this has major ramifications in the entertainment industry, right? Uh, so what happened? Quite simply, James Gunn was fired from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And uh, the reasoning for it, initially, a lot of people probably read this as, oh great, here's another Me Too type situation, right? Something along the lines of what happened to Chris Hardwick or Harvey Weinstein, etc., etc. But, you know, you read about it and it's very different. This is stuff that Gunn did like 10 years ago. You know, like, and... You should read the tweets. Do you have them handy? Um, <laughs> I, I have read them. Have you actually said them like out loud? Like, have you, have you, I've seen them. I just, yeah. Yeah, it's they're they're pretty out there, man. Like, so I, it goes over rape and like <laughs> pedophilia. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who jokes around about that, but so there's the thing, right? But they so, are jokes too, right? I mean, <laughs> they are jokes. Oh, like so, yeah. Let's just get into it, man. Like, they aren't. The, the controversy has nothing to do what the man did. It is simply things he tweeted, things he wrote, you know, which is, you know, a completely different beast from actual abuse and harassment, that sort of thing, right? So let's keep that in mind. Uh, But um, sure, like you're saying, what he tweeted was pretty out there, you know? Um, And I don't have them in front of me to read out, and I kind of don't want to do that because when you do that sort of thing, I could read these tweets a certain way. It's all about context, right? So I could read it a certain way, and it could be interpreted a certain way. Um, and yeah, I, I think that's that's a pitfall of uh, you know of what's going on here. Yeah, you know right? the thing I didn't context. I, the thing that I'm trying to figure out is like what prompted him to like tweet these jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, was it in response to something? Was it just something that he was like, I want to just throw this out there. Is yeah. it an inside joke amongst his <laughs> friends? or? So I have kind of an idea of, of the why of it. But f- before we go there, a little bit of just background. Um, he He made these tweets like 10 years ago, and they were brought to light more recently. And um, as a result of these old tweets being brought to light, Disney subsequently fired Gunn from Guardians 3, right? So, yeah, that's a great question. Like, why did he do this? Like, I think it shocked a lot of people. People were like, why would the director of Guardians of the Galaxy be writing this crazy shit? Even if it was 10 years ago, why would he even do this is he like a total degenerate like is he a total sick fuck or what you know and and i think that sort of uh, knee-jerk reaction that led to disney saying whoa whoa whoa, we have to distance ourselves from this guy right but then like you said like why did he do it i think the context is important so 10 years ago 
no one knows who James Gunn is. He doesn't have a major movie franchise like Guardians of the Galaxy. He's like this fringe filmmaker, and he um, and he's admitted to this. He's he was trying to just you know get himself heard by saying crazy shit. Just you know? shock and awe, huh? Yeah, he he, he uh, called himself a provocateur, and he purposefully would tweet crazy shit. You know, and that's not to excuse it, but but out of the blue, like he that's just out of the blue. Well. I, I wouldn't say out of the blue, um, just because you know I'm not. I didn't follow Gunn's career super closely before Guardians, but uh, his films were super edgy and um, like raunchy, and 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 had this sort of you know humor. Uh, you know, uh, they call it what dark humor? Is that what you dark humor? It? Yeah, okay. dark humor like in them, right? Uh, so it was in line with what he was trying to do creatively at the time, right? It was in line with that, you know. So, so uh, you know, I, I don't think I'm, I'm not I'm not defending him right now. I think I will later in this episode, but right now I'm just sort of I'm trying to answer your question, like why did he do this? Like, was it, like where did this come from? I think there it, it did come from this this space of like this raunchy filmmaker trying to make some noise and create some controversy right so i think he would even admit that he in his wildest dreams he wouldn't expect 10 years later that he'd be directing multiple disney movies right but before i forget this question yeah you also have to consider why disney would have hired a director who was known for doing like raunchy films yeah Absolutely. So, like, why are they going back on that now? <laughs> that is the huge number one question in my mind as well. Like, why fire him now? You know, if they knew of this beforehand, and this was not, like, a hidden thing. These yeah. were public tweets, and I think he even uh, apologized for them previously. I mean, it, it was not a, a secret that he, he would say some wild shit, you know. Um why now? Why hire him in the first place if you knew he was this kind of guy, right? Um, that's pretty disturbing, right? So, like, why well, now? Maybe, was he's it? Been, maybe he's being blackmailed. <laughs> maybe there's something Dude, that no one knows is happening behind the scenes. I want to be surprised if there is some crazy conspiracy shit going on behind the scenes because you really got to wonder why now? You know, the timing yeah. is crazy. You mentioned this came to light during Comic-Con 2018. Like, the, the, the timing alone is really eyebrow-raising, right? Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it's pretty crazy. I think so, the thing that trips yeah. me out here is that they're, they're tweets, you know? Yeah. Like you said, like, it's not like he had acted upon it. They were just words that he used. And I know words can, can be hurtful. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, people can, you know, it, it, it can affect people but they're also just words man like why <laughs> i think it's dave Chappelle that said this is like the reason why he's he's so like he said something to the effect of like he's so over comedy right now because like everyone is just so sensitive yeah <laughs> i understand that you know and this is a shining example of it people freaking out over just you know a tweet a few tweets you know 
Um, you know what this reminds yeah. me of too? Did, did you ever watch uh, Daniel Tosh on Comedy Central? Yeah. Did you ever see that bit he did about how he was talking about something about how beautiful like George Clooney is and how beautiful Brad Pitt is. And if they okay. ever had a baby together, like he'd F that baby. <laughs> that was a part of his bit, right? And okay. the audience is like, oh, like they're just gasping. Like, I can't right. believe he just said that. And yeah. then Daniel Tosh is like, what are you guys talking about? It's not like they can ever have a baby. And this is a made up baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But people are so damn sensitive, yeah, man. Yeah, people are sensitive. And um, yeah, we're living in a world right now where stuff like this really just, I don't know, makes people crazy. It's, it's, it's uh, pretty interesting, you know. And, you know, you brought up a great point. I think, um, like I mentioned earlier, the, the initial reaction with a lot of people was i think okay oh great okay this is another guy we thought he was a decent dude but he's actually total actually a total scumbag you know like like harvey weinstein right but i mean there's a huge huge difference between a guy tweeting some crazy shit versus a guy doing the things that like weinstein has done right yeah i mean that that that, that i don't think we even need to mention that like just saying something or writing something versus actually doing uh, like really um, terrible behavior. It's a huge difference, you know? Um, and for Gunn to be punished for something that he simply wrote, I mean, that's, uh, wow. I, I mean, I mean, I'm personally, I'm totally against it, but maybe we should talk about that, you know, get both of our takes. Was Disney right in firing him? What do you think, Rainier? Oh man. Is this- were they right? Oh, Were they justified? I don't know. Now, before you go further, keep in mind that Disney is Disney, right? So, like, let's say uh, James Gunn was working for um, some independent movie studio, right? Obviously, it would be bullshit for... Um, some indie movie studio to fire him over some old, you know, uh, raunchy tweets. But this is Disney, right? Disney puts out family content. You know, I think this is a this is an argument a lot of people are making. Like, if it's almost anyone else, then it would be wrong for them to fire a gun. But because it's Disney, they have to fire him. You know, what 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 are your thoughts on on a statement like that? I'm not agreeing with that statement, by the way, but I'm just saying this is, I think this is the opinion of a lot of people. Because it's Disney, they have to pull the the plug on this guy. Well, I mean, at some point, everything is going to be Disney. (laughs) Right. (laughs) At the rate that they're going. Yeah. Um, So my, let's see, my answer to that is, well, they knew who they were hiring in the first place, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Disney. They knew they, they knew who they were hiring, and they knew the content that he was making at the time when he was a relative unknown. They knew that he made yep. raunchy content. Yeah. They they knew about his tweets because it was enough for him to apologize about them like years later down the road, uh, and enough for him to delete it. Mm-hmm. And knowing that Disney knew that, if there was any time that he should have been fired, it should have been then. Right. Or they shouldn't have hired him in the first place, yeah. knowing that. He doesn't fit Disney's culture. Is that what you should call it? Yeah. I mean, I think that's what 
might it's, it might take like why why hire them in the first place if they knew and so for the them stuff. to fire them now it's like they're going back on that and it just it doesn't seem right it doesn't seem right and they're just yeah you know they're just fucking tweets man yeah yeah exactly um now devil's advocate like when we say they're just tweets i mean again we're not reading the specific tweets but you alluded to it earlier i mean these aren't just like um raunchy dick and vagina jokes i mean we're talking about pedophilia rape um masturbation and i mean th- th- there's it's, it's some some crazy shit there's there's no question that he he really pushed the envelope that's with these jokes, all of right? daniel tosh's like material right, right I mean, this stuff is out there <laughs> it, it is out there there are a lot of comedians that that is their material yeah so and no one no one you know bats an eyelash at yeah it. like you know it, it made me think of other provocateurs like Howard Stern, Sarah Silverman. I mean, these comedians, these type of entertainers are out there. You know, the big difference, and again, a lot of what people are saying out there is, well, they're not working for Disney either, right? This is Disney. This is is a different animal, right? Um, But totally on board with what you're saying. Like, okay, I get it. It's Disney. But don't don't hire his ass in the first place if if they have a problem with this sort of thing, right? And then it also, of course, brings to light um, other people that are under the employment of Disney. You know, look at um, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, uh, oh, James guys, Woods. I've heard you guys talk about Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, okay, so maybe before we go further, uh, we did dip into our Comic Geeks community, and I have some quotes. Uh, so why don't we uh, go through those real quick? Uh, so we have Jonathan. Jonathan writes, The jokes were really bad and creepy, but I don't think he had to be fired. It's not like these tweets were something hidden in the closet, like they've been out there in the open this whole time. I see it as Disney getting a ton of negative PR and freaking out and acting hastily. Okay, Marnie writes, if they were serious about it, oh sorry, if they were serious about firing people for offensive tweets, they'd stop hiring James Woods to voice Hades from Hercules. Because that dude has had some offensive as hell tweets. This just seemed like a hasty reaction to bad PR. Andrew writes, I feel that punishment needs to be utilized as a form of education rather than just a slap on the wrist. Gunn believes he has changed since the initial comments were made, but this statement is a self-reported response that cannot be fully fully examined. In order to understand the impact of his comments, it would be best that he learned by those impacted by his words and understand why just saying that he has grown and is a different person doesn't necessarily make his words less impactful. That's a kind of interesting take on it. Uh, But before we move on, uh, one last comment here. Gina writes, I think Disney's timing makes this the most outlandish. They announced the firing super publicly at SDCC. The tweets have been around for a long time. Why fire him now rather than just not have hired him years ago? I think the Pizzagate guy's involvement, uh, that's Mike uh, Turnovich, 
in pushing for guns, firing makes it all suspect. Why would Disney bend over for the alt-right? They certainly haven't listened to people complain about Johnny Depp or James Woods. Why listen to the Pizzagate guy of all people? Gunn's comments are still stanky and do deserve to be addressed. So, yeah, a lot of what we've been saying, um, yeah, why are Johnny Depp and James Woods unaffected? Um, they're employees of Disney as well. You know? wouldn't, wouldn't this qualify under that whole double jeopardy rule? Like he was reprimanded or he had... You know, he he admitted to what he had done, and he apologized for it. Yeah. And it resurfaces 10 years later, and he, he's being reprimanded for it again. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like look, that's double jeopardy, right? I mean, Isn't that what that is? Like, I mean, you're, you're thinking too logically, obviously, because right now, you know, I'm telling you, we're living in a world where there are no rules. When people say crazy shit on Twitter, there's no handbook, there's no law. I mean, people are just making decisions like based on nothing you know it, that really feels like what is going on with disney they, they they've handled this so poorly like it's been such a shit show you know Wait, is is um johnny depp and, and james woods are, are they are they getting away with what they're doing because they're just simply not tweeting about it <laughs> i don't know i mean <laughs> there's I no guess, proof of it is that what it is i, I mean i don't know the details there uh, maybe there are more allegations uh, versus gun actually admitting that he did indeed write these Maybe maybe he should have denied it. I don't know. Um, but it would, seems would, crazy. You would think, too, like Disney announcing this at Comic-Con, like, you know, the media is going to have a heyday with it, and they're yeah. obviously going to sp spread this. Clearly, yeah. This has become huge news, you know. Uh, would it so, have been yeah. better to have not have announced it and, like, allow James Gunn to quietly go away versus saying this is what he did and this is why we're firing him i mean in a way they did that they, they did make a statement right they, they said that disney cannot stand by his words and uh you know like what you're saying like this is not our brand maybe it's some bullshit statement like a, like a corporate -y kind of statement like that right um but man so uh, you know it, it would be uh, i think it's, it's worth mentioning the, the quote-unquote aftermath like what has happened since the firing right actually maybe i should also ask this go ahead you think anyone would have cared had guardians of the galaxy been a complete failure <laughs> oh that's a good question i mean like what if what if volume one didn't make a lot of money they stopped they stopped that series and they didn't appear in infinity war and all that shit i probably it probably uh you know I don't think this whole thing would have come up. You know, it, it's because he's high profile. Like this dude, Chernovich, went after him because he's high profile. What you did know? he do to Chernovich? Well, I, I, you know, uh, I think there is some speculation that um, the alt-right went after him because he has been anti-Trump. You know, I think he has some... Isn't all of Hollywood anti-Trump? <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, so, but I think he's, he's, he's made some anti-Trump tweets, so... Um, yeah, th that that came up in in the few comments I I read um, the whole alt right angle of it. You know, I kind of purposefully tried to keep that separate. Like, okay, never mind, like who brought this to light or the fact that Gunn is like kind of at war with these guys. Like, what if 
that was out of the picture, you know. Does it make what he did okay, or does it make what Disney did to him okay? Um, you know, I think regardless of the alt-right stuff, I think Disney fucked up. I mean, th there's no question that it, it doesn't matter, like, that it was an alt-right guy who, who, who brought it up. Even if it, if it wasn't, they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have, you know, fired him. It doesn't make any sense, you know. Okay, so what happened subsequently? So, by the way, I also want to clarify. Yeah, okay, please. With what I said earlier about their just tweets, right? Yeah. Let's see, how should I say this? Um, I mean, we've all heard we've all heard dirty jokes, right? Yeah, yeah. And we've all heard offensive things, mm -hmm. right? Um, how can I best say this? Watch what I you mean, say. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, dis, to <laughs> dismiss kidding. that, yes, this is hurtful for some people, maybe a lot of people. But it's also maybe just my personal view that, like, mm -hmm. I just – maybe because I – I don't know. Not, not to say that other people don't have tough skin, but I feel like in general people should understand what a joke is and what a joke isn't. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, who was this aimed at? Was it aimed at anyone specifically? Was it aimed at a specific group of people? You know, who exactly was he trying to offend if he really was trying to offend somebody? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think, again, going back to that context, you know, like when this Chernovich guy brought this all to light, his, the way he was spinning it was, oh, here's this guy who's making Disney movies that a bunch of kids are seeing. Do you know what his real thoughts are? You know, but the context of it was really, you know, 10 years ago when James Gunn was tweeting this stuff out. It's not like kids or Tell me a mainstream audience yeah. was, was reading this shit. You know, it was it was meant for his like his, his handful of followers who like like really crazy shit and maybe saw his his earlier work. Um, for me, it's like it wasn't tell, for the mainstream. Like, tell me one person who's never said something that they really shouldn't have ever have said, right? Yeah. I mean, come on, everyone's guilty <laughs> of that. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, I, I would I would compare it to some of these comedians I mentioned before, like Sarah Silverman. You know, Sasha Baron Cohen is a good example. He puts really edgy oh, stuff. Oh, dude, are you watching this new show on Showtime I, I've right seen now? a little bit. Holy yeah, cow. I mean, he <laughs> goes there, right? But look, who is their audience? I mean, they're, they, it isn't little kids. It isn't like a bunch of uh, uh, Disney fans, right? Um, so you look at, from that, look at it from that perspective, and, you know, Gunn was just speaking to his people, right? Like, who, who would have known that now he would be directing Disney movies, right? Uh, so it, it's it's a totally change of audience right so to put it in a separate context you you, you get to understand it a little more i think you but know? you also can't tell me that anyone that's employed under disney doesn't have a little dirt under the rug right i mean come on yeah yeah exactly okay so yeah so the follow-up basically what has happened since so very notably the the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm talking the whole cast, <laughs> like everyone has really stood behind James Gunn. This has been pretty nice to see that they've been really supporting um, their uh, their captain, you know, their friend. You know, this is the guy who who put together 
uh, these great films, and um, they really stand behind them. I think most notably Dave Bautista. You know, he he's really just kind of laid it all out there. I mean, he's made some statements like, um, if if Marvel doesn't use Gunn's script for Volume Three, that he's just going to straight up quit the project, right? Actually, yeah, his script. Right. I think that's being misinterpreted a lot. Like everyone is assuming that because if or everyone's assuming if James Gunn doesn't return, that he's out. But he's yeah. saying if his script isn't being used, he yeah. wants out. So meaning right. that another director could be in his place as long as they're following the script. Yeah, I think that's what Bautista is saying. That he's, I mean, he doesn't like it, but if it's another director, it's okay as long as they use that script. He he probably really believes in the script, and uh, he stands by his his uh, his guy. He stands by Gun, and like I said, the rest of the cast is behind them. Probably not as as vocally as uh, Bautista, but that you know they're they're on board, man. Uh, what else has happened? So. I mean, Disney seems to um, be kind of yo-yoing through this whole process because after the firing and they kind of got a feel for the public reaction, um, they made some statements about how they would be open to having Gunn involved in a separate Marvel project, right? What does that mean? Yeah, what the fuck does does that mean? You know, like... It doesn't make any sense. You can't touch this one, but you can play around with this one. (laughs) Right. So here's a guy. They're saying like, oh, like we don't we don't tolerate these kinds of words. This guy just does not fit with us. And then they turn around and say, well, maybe he'll do something else for us. Like, what the hell is that? You know, it doesn't make any sense. Maybe this is just a PR stunt to like force him out of his contract with Guardian specifically. (laughs) Maybe 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 some big director was like no 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 i want to do the next guardians of the galaxy <laughs> so they had to drum up some way to get rid of him i just that seems really far-fetched i don't know i don't know man at this point, a crazy place i might believe anything at this point because it's so outlandish and you know never mind the fact that it is ridiculous that they would still hire him for a separate marvel project never mind that but like to to take gun off of Guardians Three and to put him on a separate project is just is just incredibly stupid, <laughs> you know. It's like I, I think about like um, remember when Michael Jordan quit basketball to play baseball for like a year, this yeah. was like in the nineties. Like it's I think of it that way. Like th- this is I mean what Gun has done for Guardians. Like this is I mean his expertise obviously. Like he found his groove. This is like. This is what he is great at, right? I, I've seen of some. I've seen some of his early work. It's it's not that great, you know. Um, I saw this movie he did called Super. Um, might be kind of intriguing for Marvel fans to check this out because it is a quote unquote superhero movie. Um, but I think it's pretty terrible to be honest. Have you seen this one? Uh, who's in it? Uh, so the star is Rain Wilson from The Office. Oh yeah. Have you seen and, this? Uh, June, what's her character? Yeah, yeah, uh, Juno, Juno. Um, <laughs> Ellen Page. Oh, right? I did see that. Yeah. Yeah, James Gunn did that one. That's like know? a really dark hero, dark comedy hero flick, right? And it's kind yeah. of the the type of movie that maybe fits in with those earlier tweets a little bit. I thought it was really bad, you know, but I think with Guardians, he really discovered his voice and discovered his, his, uh, you know, his um, strength as a filmmaker. Yeah, Super seemed like an offshoot of Kick-Ass. That's what it felt like to me. A little bit, yeah. Very, it's yeah. in that vein. Yeah, yeah Rated R, it's, it's pretty edgy. It's, it's kind of a mess, too. Oh, uh, just, before, just because it's in my mind, but interestingly... 
uh, Michael Rooker is in that movie, who ends up playing Yondu in Guardians, and then uh, Kevin Bacon <laughs> is in Super as yeah, well. And Footloose is a reference. There are references yeah. to him. So, I mean, as a curiosity, I think uh, that movie might be worth seeing. Um, but my, my point is that I didn't think that movie was very good, and I think that was terrible. I, I thought it was entertaining. I, uh, I don't know. I, 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 it's a big thumbs down for me. And this was before, because this was before, like, the MCU. And, well, this was also at a time where I was, like, I was hungry for any kind of comic content that was coming out. Right, yeah. Now every movie is a I mean, comic book shoot, movie. that's why I saw it, too. Um, but, look, I think Gunn has found his expertise with Guardians. And to, to rip him from that project and say, oh, maybe we'll just put you on something else. And not even name it. It's like, oh, I don't know, some future project. It just doesn't make any sense at all. Well, it what could you see James Gunn directing outside of Guardians? <laughs> That's the thing. Like, uh, his... his uh, Blade begins. <laughs> <laughs> like, what he's great at is very kind of specific. I mean, Guardians is such a unique thing. It is, like, mainstream mass entertainment, but it has this edge to it, you know? Um, like, there's that joke that Star-Lord makes, like... Um, you know about how like how messy uh, his ship is and and uh, he's like oh like well, we totally turned the lights out this place will like light up like a Jackson Pollock painting you know <laughs> like that kind of humor that that's it's like the perfect blending of like this mainstream entertainment with this sort of uh, witty edge um, an edge that I think we did see you know earlier in Gunn's career but it's a very specific type of entertainment I think so I, I, it's hard to say what else Gunn could be good at. You Let know? me ask you this. If Disney chose not to fire him and he still continued with Volume 3, do you think that would make Volume 3 suffer in terms of people protesting the film? you think people will even protest the movie? <laughs> oh, so if they, they turned around and they said, okay, let's, let's reinstate no, him. No, not reinstate him, but if they had just not fired him and they just continued on, do you think people would boycott oh, okay. Disney or boycott... Marvel or boycott Guardians? Hell no. I don't think so. No way. There might be some some. You think some, there'll be a some dip crazy... in the box office numbers? I doubt it. No, no, no. I mean, there'll there'll be a very very small minority. You know, the the the, the Bible thumpers out front. You know, the, the people we see at Comic Con all the time. <laughs> you know, they'll be protesting, but the majority of people they don't care. You know, they 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 want to see this. You know. The, yeah. So what is the benefit to Disney for doing this, right? That's that's the thing that we're trying. It sounds like you and I are trying to figure out. Like, why would Disney do that? Yeah, I think that's what everyone's trying to figure out. Well, that's the golden question, right? Why is this happening? You know, why? You know, a big part of it is is the culture we're living in right now. So it's it's everyone's super sensitive, and there really isn't, you know any rules as to what to do so when something like this comes up people just start freaking out you know like i don't know what to do i'll just fire them you know um you know i think it's a good rule don't go on twitter (laughs) (laughs) there you go i did i I wrote that down specifically on my notes here um people are getting into so much trouble on twitter so yeah should all celebrities just get off of twitter entirely you know (laughs) I mean, I, I, it's, I think it's a legit quest, <laughs> question, you know, like Roseanne Barr just lost her show. Um, Gunn got fired for, for tweets that were 10 years old. It's not like something he did recently, you know? You should read off the tweets. Maybe maybe my opinion will change. <laughs> I mean, I've read them <laughs> myself. I mean, yeah, they're just they're, they, they're jokes that don't make any sense to me. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's hard for me to grasp it because I'm not on 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 the receiving end of those jokes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just my ignorance. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's the tough part with comedy. Like joke telling, it's very nuanced, right? So, what is funny to one person may not be funny to another person. What is offensive to one person might not be offensive to offensive did you, did to you another. Did you take offense to the jokes when you saw them? When you saw the tweet, have you seen them? Um, I've seen them. I read them, and um, like, were you offended? I wasn't offended. I could understand how people could get offended, though. You know. Um, Maybe I need to look at those tweets again. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't. Jeez, yeah, they didn't. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Roll off my back. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't look twice at it, and I'm like, you got fired for this, right? So yeah, going back real quick to like the nuance of joke telling. Like some jokes are stated just to to jar you, you know. Um, and when you read these these old tweets from Gunn. I think they are in that camp. They aren't meant to be the funniest joke you've ever read. You know, they're meant to poke and prod you and get a reaction out of you and to like, whoa, this guy's crazy, you know? Yeah, get a reaction, right. That's what they're going for. That's what he was going for, I think, you know? Um, and and to say is like, oh, no one should ever write this, period. It's, you know, it, it, you, you go down a slippery slope, right? I mean... I think um, comedians, in particular, are keeping an eye on like what's going on here. Yeah, didn't Jer- didn't it was it Jerry Seinfeld that came out on Gunn's behalf saying, "Look, they're just really they're I mean they're really awful jokes, but at the end of the day, they're also they're jokes." <laughs> yeah, I did uh, I did catch that. Yeah, Seinfeld defended him essentially. Like the one thing I caught from Seinfeld's statements was that he said. Jokes are not real. So, yeah, kind of along the lines of what I'm saying, it almost doesn't matter what he wrote. You know, they were meant to be jokes. So they aren't really what he's thinking, you know. Like, I, I, that's, I think that's a good distinction, right? Like, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, you know that guy who directed, you know, these fun space superhero movies? Well read these this is what's really going on in his head he's really like sick he's really a sick fuck right that was really going on in his head come on (laughs) no absolutely not that's what i'm saying like what he write what he wrote clearly is not what he's about he makes jokes about like pedophilia and stuff but i mean again context you're reading this stuff i i read it and you asked me oh what did i think was i offended i wasn't offended but maybe more importantly i knew that these weren't the, his exact thoughts. It's not like he was channeling his inner thoughts and putting them in a tweet. Are you familiar with that meme character, Pet Peto Bear or Peto Bear? Mm-mm. Um, God, where did I see this? I remember at one, it's like this teddy bear, but it's supposed to be like synonymous amongst, I don't even know this is a community, the pedophilia community. <laughs> okay. it, but it's just a really bad joke that like, oh, it's a pedo bear. Yeah. You haven't seen this thing around? I don't think so. Um, no. I know that that image has been banned from. Oh God, I'm, I'm going to look this up. Okay. Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> Actually, maybe I shouldn't look it up on my poor computer. <laughs> <laughs> warning, warning. <laughs> but um, you bring you bring up a good point because when you 
just made that brief description, I, I, I chuckled a little bit, you know, and I chuckled. But see, we shouldn't be laughing at that, though, right? I know I shouldn't, right? And my, <laughs> the chuckle I made wasn't like, oh, that's funny. It was almost uh, like it's awkward, and all I could do is laugh a little bit. So there's that brand of humor, too. It's it's sort of this, this cringe humor, right? Um, again, something Gunn was probably going for in these tweets, too. So it's comedy is really nuanced, right? And um, I would hate to see, you know, a whole type of uh, comedy eliminated from the world because of shit like this, right? You know, uh, people are getting too sensitive, so um, comedians decide, well, I guess we just got to go, um, like, you know, we, we got to lose our edge now. You know, I, I would hate, hate to see that, you know. You know, what's interesting yeah. is that like everyone that has come out on on Gunn's behalf, like it's every you know everyone everyone that he's worked with is advocating for him. Like, please reinstate him, right? Yeah, yeah. But everyone that's like, no, make sure he gets fired. You know, he he deserves it. Is yeah. everyone is everyone on Twitter <laughs> that's almost completely nameless? Yeah, right. Exactly. That's awful. Yep. I mean, and has anyone that Gunn has worked with directly s- said? I'm never going to work with him ever again. I don't care because I, of those tweets. I haven't tweets. seen it. No, it's all these nameless trolls who are saying this type of stuff, right? Oh, uh, so, so is that who Disney is pandering to? Are these nameless trolls that may potentially not spend their box office dollars on volume three? Oh, <laughs> God, I hope not. You know they're all going to watch it anyway. Yeah, exactly. You know? And if they're going to watch it, maybe they won't even pay for it and just watch it <laughs> via bootleg. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that does beg the question, in this current climate, are we heading into a, a dreaded no-fun zone type of world, no you know? No-fun zone. <laughs> I mean, isn't that, I mean, doesn't scam, that seem man. like we're kind of heading there, you know? I mean, everyone's offended by something. Everyone is offended by everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. When did this happen? When did everyone suddenly, I mean, this is like a much bigger question than I feel like this podcast, but when did everyone become so sensitive? Man? Yeah, I mean, I think social media is is the main culprit for this, but, in, in, you know. In general, the, the re, I feel like the reality should be like, you can say what you want, and as a receiver of it, you can choose to believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you would like to think that people that are of sound mind can understand that that's a joke and whatever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. I mean, provocative content is not a new thing. You know, I I think a lot about the flack that Howard Stern got on his terrestrial radio show back in the day. And the counter argument was always, well, if you don't like it, you can just turn it off. So, like, why why doesn't that apply anymore? You know, if you don't like what you see on Twitter, delete the fucking app dude you know yeah, like right and uh, most of most dude. of everything on twitter is like negative anyway oh man <laughs> like you should know what you're walking into right yeah yeah oh man so i mean i don't know w- what we're accomplishing here exactly but we're just venting because we want to see an awesome volume three yeah i really enjoyed the first two same here you know yeah yeah, it's a shame. It, it it really is a shame. Yeah, like maybe we'll bring it back to just, you know, the MCU and, and uh, you know, more of on, on just like, you know, a comic geek level. Like it's, it sucks that 
we will not see the James Gunn Guardians trilogy. You know, we simply will not see it. Yeah, uh, a, a little bit on that follow-up I was mentioning. Um, you know, they still might use a script. They said they might use them on another project, which sounds like bullshit. But um, one thing they have never stated is they would ever consider putting him back in the director's chair. They're, they're, they're holding firm on that, you know. And, yeah, it, that looks like it's for real. James Gunn will not direct Guardians 3. It's just a shame, man. It, it, it really sucks. Maybe there's just that one executive at Disney that just hates James Gunn <laughs> for no reason at all. Or, yeah. maybe, or maybe he had wronged him in some way, shape, or form. Oh, man. From what I've heard, James Gunn is like the nicest dude, and it's hard to imagine there would be anyone like that, you know? Uh, Real quick, I mentioned how Dave Bautista has been the most vocal. Uh, I also noticed that James Gunn's brother, Sean Gunn, who who plays um, Kraglin in the Guardians movies, and he does the motion capture performances for Rocket, uh, he has been super vocal, too. Um, And... uh, yeah, if anyone has a chance, read Sean Gunn's tweets about his brother. They're what, what pretty is, heartwarming. What has he said, like, in just in general, if you can paraphrase? I mean, he completely uh, supports his brother, and, he, and he, you know, he knows him for his whole life. I mean, Bautista has known him for, you know, a few years now, but um, his brother Sean has really, he, op- he opened up his heart saying, this is, he, this is a good man, you know, and don't believe the bullshit type thing, you know. Uh, so that was pretty heartwarming to read. Um, yeah, so what else can we say? Oh, one thing I want to mention is uh, it sucks that Gunn's not going to direct Volume 3 because maybe there's like a curse or something, but uh, the MCU has never had a director direct a trilogy. You know, Favreau was not able to do it with Iron Man. Whedon was not able to do it with uh, Avengers. You know, the Russo brothers didn't get, get involved with Captain America um, before, um, a, until uh, Winter Soldier, so they didn't do the Cap trilogy. So no one has been able to pull it off, right? It looked like this is the one case where they would do it, but. Not wait, did Brian. Happen. Wait, well, so let's see. Now, outside of the MCU, has. Yeah. Wait, did you mention Brian Singer? I did not. Uh, did I was just talking do, MCU. Did he do the first? Did he, was he? I know he directed the first. Oh, two even X-Men. he didn't. He did, did he the, the first two, he but then the Ratner one. did oh, Ratner, the third right. one. Yeah. Oh wait, Blade. You got Blade one and two, and then Trinity. They were all directed by David Goyer. Oh no no no! It wasn't. Uh, Guillermo oh, del Toro oh, directed right. the second oh, my Blade. God. Yeah. That. Yeah, it's it's tough, you know. Um, yeah, it, it's tough for that. That's why it would have been nice to see him do it, but uh, not happening. Um, maybe they're just really trying to force that superstition. <laughs> but, hey, I guess maybe they're looking at it like, oh, it's whatever we're doing has worked so far. Uh, but that's yeah, kind of unfortunate. Well, so, so without James Gunn, are you still going to watch Volume 3? Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course everyone There's no watch question. It. I mean, come on. Yeah. And, uh, but let's say the cast doesn't return to reprise their roles. Would you still watch Ooh, it? <laughs> well, hey, that might be even more interesting, though. So we at the at the end of Volume Two, we see other Guardians of the Galaxy, like other teams. Um, maybe they would delve into that. That might be kind of interesting, actually. Um, so you'd still see it, yeah. anyway. <laughs> of course. I mean, yeah. Like, well, here's yeah. Th- this is my dilemma, right? So, um, what Marvel Studios has done is phenomenal, and I'm totally in love with all these movies. 
Um, and it's disturbing to see moves like this. I mean, when uh, Edgar Wright parted ways with Ant-Man, I, it broke my heart, man. Um, and yet, I, I, you know, I, I'm on board with every single movie that the MCU puts out. Uh, so it's tough. I, I, you know, I didn't like what happened with Favreau and, and Whedon. It seemed like they kind of got pushed out. Uh, again, uh, you know, it's it's kind of an internal struggle with me, uh, and and a, a lot of it is Disney. You know, let's be honest. Um, I, I think the problems that filmmakers have had directing MCU movies isn't so much you know Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios. It's more is more on the Disney side of things. I think, yeah. Um, so. Oh, just just to wrap up the gun stuff, you know. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's obvious that both of our both both of us do support gun. I, I think it's complete bullshit what Disney did to him. It's a fucking travesty, and um, I am conflicted. I love the movies that Marvel Studios puts out, but stuff like this, man, it it it, it hurts me, man. Like it, it makes me it makes me not want to back this brand as much as I have in the past you know it, it, it it's it's tough it's hard it's, okay. yeah it's crazy that you just can't you can't say what you want on Twitter right yeah you can't and that's the other thing yeah never no mind freedom of speech you're 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 guilty <laughs> yeah never mind Marvel and, and and Marvel Studios and everything but yeah the, the, the climate we're in it's disturbing what you can and can't do it's it's a whole different world and there's it's like the 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 playbook and the rules are out the window uh people don't know how to act anymore it's it's like the wild west it's it's uh, it's a little disturbing for sure nowadays you have to be super careful the words you use and like how you say it i mean it, it it's 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 like walking in a minefield right so, yeah, I mean, I think th- this sort of conversation won't end here because uh, this, this like, hypersensitive culture we're in isn't going away anytime soon, right? Uh, so, yeah, watch out. Stay off Twitter. <laughs> Anyone listening to this podcast? Gee, I wonder how we sound right now. <laughs> I wonder that too. Like, it, it is such a, hi- a hypersensitive culture. Like, are you people know, sensitive to the comments we're making right you, now? I mean, someone could easily take some of the stuff we just said, and you know, in another context, we could look really bad. I think, you know. So, <laughs> by the way, everything I just said, I was just kidding. Ha <laughs> ha! It was all a joke. Just all a joke. <laughs> all right. So, Should we uh, this one, Henry? I think uh, we'll put this one to bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, see you at Toy Expo. <laughs> yeah, don't forget to come to our panel. <laughs> Bring your kids. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, with that, we can wrap up the episode. This is Farewell from Henry and Rainier. <laughs>